It's May 1st, and this is Product Management Daily. This episode of the Product Management Daily is brought to you by Crema, a 100% U.S.-based product agency offering product strategy, design, development to startups and enterprises looking to scale their technology and innovation. Learn more at crema.us. Hey y'all, welcome to Product Management Daily. Today we are going to get into an interview that Brian Koppelman had on his podcast called The Moment. Uh, It's an interview with pizza chef Dan Richard. It's a great interview. I highly recommend you listen to the entire thing because we're not going to get into it all today. But we are going to pull out four product management uh, insights from this interview. Dan is an award-winning chef. He makes a great product, great experience, and uh, we can absolutely learn from him. Let's dive in. Now you might be wondering what in the world a pizza chef could have to say to you, somebody who lives in the digital product space. Well, I'm going to give you a few good points, four good points in particular. And this is, in addition to those four points, it's really just an encouragement to look everywhere around you for inspiration on how you can improve the products that you work on, the process that you are a participant in, an actor in, and, and also just how to encourage uh, the people around you. There's inspiration everywhere. People are doing great things all over the place. Uh, just pay attention and then bring that into your work and make it your own. So the first of the four points is iteration. So Dan tells a story about he went to Italy and he had this amazing, amazing pizza that changed his life. And right when he came back uh, to New Jersey, he got a job at a struggling restaurant and that he eventually bought from the owner. And uh, it was at great expense. He had to get investments from friends and uh, saved up his own money. And so it was a big investment um, on his part. And there was a lot that needed changing, but he didn't do it all overnight. It was one little thing at a time, a little bit here and a little bit there. Uh, He started with some of the ingredients, just one at a time. He changed the furniture and the lighting. And most, most importantly, he paid attention to everything he did as he tried new things out. He didn't go full bore. He didn't do a kitchen nightmares renovation. He just uh, went slowly as he could afford to, and he paid attention so that he could understand what worked and what didn't with uh, his audience. Because he was still dealing with the the old audience, uh, with the old set of customers that were coming in. And so, uh, even though he had this initial mind-blowing experience that he had in Italy as a reference point, uh, it was only that. It was just a reference reference point. It wasn't his end goal. And he even goes into how he did some A-B testing with ingredients from his suppliers. And first off, he, uh, he started working with farmer's markets because that's where, uh, again, using Italy as a reference point, that's where he got a lot of his really high-quality produce. And so he started there. And then he's kind of worked out from there. Um, he identified uh, changes from season to season. Um, but all of this means that he didn't overcommit himself. He didn't buy three years' worth of tomatoes from a given supplier just to save a buck. He actually understood everything about the context that goes into making his product great, and he does what he can to maintain that. So point number one is iterate. The second point is stop the comparison. Now, Dan is widely regarded as one of the best pizza chefs in the country, and he has fought hard to create his own voice in that market. 
he doesn't try to recreate the initial Italian experience. He's not trying to uh, capture that and bring it to America, and specifically New Jersey. Um, he is trying to capture um, and provide for his customers the experience, the broader experience of falling in love with pizza and the social aspects of it. He goes really deeply into the social aspects, which is, which is fascinating from um, his perspective. Uh, but uh, he, he knows enough about himself and the vision that he has for these restaurants and his product to, uh, to move forward in a way that, uh, that's comfortable for him. And he knows how to deliver that to his customers in such a way that nothing else matters. Nobody else's product matters because he is, um, he is playing his own game in a way. Uh, and it's funny because e even at one point he decided, he says that he doesn't even like the Neapolitan pizza unless An Anthony Mangieri is making it, who is kind of the godfather of Neapolitan pizza in America, I suppose. And so um, he, he says that he, he outwardly rejected the orthodoxy of Neapolitan pizza and said, it doesn't have to be like that, I can do my own thing. And he goes back to his childhood and the pizza that he loved and the environment that he loved enjoying pizza in. And so he is, uh, and this is a great point for product managers, is he is saying, you know what, I'm gonna play a game within that game. I'm gonna play a longer term game. I'm gonna play a game that I know that I can win. I'm not going to try and make the best Neapolitan pizza because it has so many constraints um, on what qualifies as a Neapolitan pizza. It's not even something that he likes, and so why bother chasing that dream? And so he is he's literally playing his own game, and it's, it's working out well for him. Point two is stop the comparison. Point three is focus. That first restaurant of hers, uh, Arturo's, made a handful of different dishes. It was a, a really, you know, a standard Italian place, uh, but really, really good. And he opened Raza to focus solely on perfecting this kind of wood-fired pizza that he wanted to provide to his customers. And so it has, it's a very small place. It only has 11 tables. Nothing's over $18 a plate uh, pizza-wise. And so he, that allows him to hone that, hone that product over and over and over again. And so he's constantly doing A-B tests on on his product. He didn't call it that, but that's what it is. That's what you and I would know it as. Uh, and he, he opened a second restaurant because he saw how Arturo's was um, taking um, away time and attention from doing this one thing that he was absolutely passionate about. And so now he, he describes this list of 50 plus characteristics that he evaluates his pizzas against because he's always testing. He's always trying to um, improve each particular aspect of a pizza. So the cheese has five aspects and how it comes over the edge and how it melts and whether it's color, which color it is. And, uh, is it bright or is it kind of yellowish? And so he's, he is just hyper, hypersensitive to the outcomes and uh, the factors that he puts in these pizzas. And so he's always a pinch, paying attention to the data. He's paying attention to his customers and that allows him to continually focus and improve what he's doing. And so it's roughly in that section of the interview where Brian Koppelman asks, were you nervous when you would change things? When Would you watch them eat it? And Dan, he, he's brilliant. He, you can tell the, the excitement is in his voice. He says, I still watch people eat it. That's the best part. And so the final point is watch your customers. Don't just pay attention to the data that you have 
coming in through your analytics platforms. Actually go out and watch them use your product and talk with them, talk with them about it, develop relationships with them, and uh, just uh, encourage them to give you open, honest feedback on how they, uh, how they use your product. And so for Dan, um, he gets to want to develop relationships and that helps obviously his, his customer base because they, they love being a part of this, this restaurant community that he's developing, but also it helps him understand um, how certain things are resonating. I mean, he has a vision for what this product is going to be, but he's not impervious to customer feedback. He's actively seeking that out. So final point, watch your customers use your product. So to recap these product management insights and tips from Brian Koppelman's interview with Dan Richer, number one, iterate. Number two, stop the comparison. Three, focus. Four, watch. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us. Please leave a review wherever you like to reviews for this sort of thing. Uh, send us your feedback on Twitter, email, social. Find us at crema.us. Thanks, and we'll see you tomorrow.